Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi, welcome to Season 3, Episode 24 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that's all about VR, AR and mixed reality. Today with a very special episode because this is the Quest 3 review episode with VR Flight Sim Guys. Steve, how are you doing today? It's great to be back, Seb. And uh, I tell you what, you're looking better than ever in this past few <laughs> Yeah, you, you too, man. <laughs> you too. All right, we look we look like some aliens with three eyes or so. It's <laughs> hilarious. I love it. I am loving it. Uh, oh my goodness, so good. Yeah. Also with me, Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of this podcast. Woohoo! Oh my goodness, this is so funny. Yeah, for all of you out there who are not watching this but listening to this as an audio podcast. Podcast. Steve and me are donning the Quest 3 right now, and we're using the pass remote to see ourselves, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Hope everyone <laughs> likes this. Yeah, so for all of you out there who don't know this podcast yet, this podcast is being live streamed every Saturday here on MRTV, but you can also listen to this as an audio podcast everywhere where you can find audio podcasts. And if you enjoy this podcast, if you love to listen to it while work and so on and so forth, then absolutely give it a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere where you can review this. Oh, yes. So today there's only one topic. It's the Quest 3. Quest 3, Quest 3, Quest 3. We have it now, finally, <laughs> after a long wait. And yeah, we got to test it. Um, Steve got to test uh, several units. Actually, he's going yes. to tell us everything <laughs> about it, which is going to be yeah, very interesting. And yeah, we're going to simply let you know about all of our thoughts, everything. What are our impressions of the, the good device? The good and the bad. The good and the bad. We're going to compare it with all of the headsets that you enjoy. The G2, the Crystal, the everything. All the headsets. This is going to be an unbelievable episode. <laughs> I hope the pass-through will last long enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this Absolutely. Is, this is so funny. This is so funny. Yeah. So before we get into all these topics, I would like to ask you, Steve, what have you been up to in the last week? Yeah, it's been a very busy week in VR. Are we going to keep these on? No, I think we. <laughs> I think we should. We should get them off now. I think we should. Yeah, but actually, to be fair, I, I could probably do this for a while in this. But yeah, we'll take it off now, and I'll uh, we'll explain. So okay, what I got. I, this last I week. got. I got mine off now. <laughs> okay, <carry on. laughs> That's better. There we go. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Yes, Good great. to see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there we are. Okay. <laughs> Back in the real world again. <laughs> right, right. Actually, to be fair, I was quite surprised. Just then, funny enough, I was uh, typing and I could see the keyboard <clears throat> with the pass-through. So, uh, right. fair enough. Yeah. Right, that's, right. That's interesting. Yeah, it's been a very busy week. Um, particularly, I mean, what I've been doing in terms of VR, a lot of flight simming, of course, as I always do anyway. But... Um, yeah, I guess it's all been really about the Quest 3, really, and I'll explain all about that later on. But I've been really enjoying using the big screen beyond. The fact that for the past, 
I don't think I've been on the podcast for at least a oh, few yeah. weeks now. So, um, yeah, I've been using the big screen beyond as my daily drive. In fact, what I decided to do, because, you know, I feel very fortunate. I do have different VR headsets, but sometimes it doesn't give me a good chance to really just stick with one for a while and see what it's like to live with. So I thought, you know what? Because the glare in the beyond is something that's always sort of been a bit of a bothersome issue for me. I thought I'd just use it for three weeks, pretty much solid. I've used other headsets as well, but mainly as my daily driver. And I've really enjoyed it. And it, it was quite a shocker going back, you know, to like the Pimax Crystal afterwards. As much as I love that headset, right. it was quite a surprise with the weight and things. But, uh, but yeah, just yeah, really, right. yeah, just big, big <clears throat> weight difference, as you know, obviously. But um, but yeah, really been enjoying that headset and uh, just taking some time out just to enjoy flight simming for myself as well, I guess, because uh, you know sometimes you can get too bogged down with doing YouTube videos that you right. don't actually enjoy it for yourself. But yeah. That's basically it, really. Nothing okay. major to report. <laughs> right. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. So let me also like update you on what what I have been doing. So um, I have just been here waiting. I've been I've been waiting for the Quest Three, obviously. So uh, for all people who don't know where I am right now, I'm right now in Taiwan. I'm actually, normally I'm in Germany. I'm German, right? But my my wife is Taiwanese, so we're spending quite a few months every year in Taiwan. And also here, the Quest actually it did launch on the tenth, <laughs> like like everywhere, but not in the stores. So you had to order it on the website. And unfortunately, for for Taiwan, it seems like the Quest 3s arrived quite a bit later because they have some um, yeah regulatory problems because Wi-Fi 6E is not yet regulated here. So if you want to yeah. import any kind of Wi-Fi 6E device, like the Quest 3, you have to fill out all kinds of crazy forms, which we had to do in Chinese. So my wife had to help me with that. And yeah, we were busy trying to get to get this device for the last week. It was crazy. And I'm so happy that yesterday, finally, I got it. And uh, since then, it, it is just Quest 3. It's, it's, it's crazy. And yeah, I did this first impression video that probably many of you just saw. It, it just aired before the show. Oh, and, I missed that one. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, like a, it's a one-hour video. I simply recorded myself wow. with the first hour of the Quest 3. And it was pretty good, I believe. So I was, yeah, I will tell you more about that later. So, so that was good. And then after I, after I filmed that first impression video, you know what I did? I just played. I just played for myself on the Quest 3 until the battery was gone because I loved it. I so enjoyed playing it. Like um, I played In Death, you know, this um, archery game, which is like incredible. It's like an old game, but it's still amazing. And I simply played that until the battery was gone. And I'm telling you, I, I seldom do that just for just for the fun of it. So that already is quite a big testament to yeah to the Quest Three and um, what kind of joy it gives to us. In my opinion, I'm I'm really happy about it. A little spoiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than that, though, I was also really happy to check out this here again. Now, now this is the this is the big screen beyond, and we're also going to talk about it in today's show. Probably we can even start about start to talk about it uh, in a moment. Sounds so this, good. This is this is the final version 
of the big screen beyond. I know you also have it. Mine's in I... this little pocket thing here. Oh, yeah, it's okay. in there. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. So it's a bit tiny, isn't it? It's, it's, every it's, time, it... even when I get it out, I'm always like, wow, this thing is so small. It's this just is, like, look at it. This is this is such a beauty. <laughs> That's a euphemism, isn't it? <laughs> this is such a beauty. It's it's incredible. It's it's like wow, wow. So cool. so beautiful. So um I received the final unit and I also like did a little did a little uh, impression videos from it that uh, aired yesterday, so so that was pretty good, and yeah. Other than that, I was still working on Try My Tech, of course, my other startup, and um, very busy, very busy overall, but very happy because finally lots of things are happening in virtual reality. Uh, what a, what a kind of an interesting. Day, uh, day and age, day, year. <laughs> this yeah. year's been crazy for VR, like exactly. It's, it's yeah, ex been, yeah, very exactly, exactly. Yeah, also, I was on another fantastic podcast, the Q2C Gamer Live podcast from Eric and Todd. So, greetings to Eric and Todd. It was a pleasure to be on their show, and it was also about the Quest 3. But at that point in time, like I didn't have it yet, but I was still ah. discussing it with them, <laughs> which was fun. Yeah, but now, now finally, for it's a great timing that for our show now, I have it now, we, we both have it, so we can discuss it. Yes, but so that, that was my week, very exciting stuff. It's, it's a super exciting week. And yeah, a year, super exciting year. Totally agreed. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about um, probably first of all, the big screen beyond. So I got the final unit now. Before I was only um, using like a, a pre-production unit. Here it is. It's and a beauty, isn't it? It, it, it is, really is a beauty. It is such a beauty. It is such a beauty. It's incredible. So... So one thing that I also said in my in my impressions video, yeah, about the, the final version, I said, "Sorry, Steve," because oh, I saw that. I because, did, I made me laugh. That yeah, <laughs> because yeah. you know, like you should say sorry. I was yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Because uh, why should I say sorry? Because um, Steve always said, like, oh, you know what? The FOV is kind of nice. It's like it's kind of like Pico Pico Four FOV, and I was always like. Come on, Steve. That can't be true. You you can't really mean that. the 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 FOV I, that I saw in my pre production unit was like barely Quest Two. It was really like for me Which the limiting really shocked me. It was when you said that. yeah, exactly. Really it was it, right? for me really the limiting factor that made me not being so excited about it. You know, I liked it. I I love the form factor. I love the colors, but I was never really like. Like wow, this is so amazing! I, I want this in my life. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I wish them all the best, <laughs> thumbs up. But I was not like so. Wow, yes, 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 because of the FOV. And now I got the final unit, the final production unit. First of all, yeah, they, they have made some little cosmetic changes, like a big screen branding inside, which is nice. It looks it's it's amazing. Um, yeah, but what really shocked me. When I was trying it out for the first time, is that the FOV really, really is good? It's you. You were totally right, and I was totally wrong. <laughs> let's well, let's no, say it like this. Well, to be fair, you were right because that's what you were seeing. Yeah, I was right. Facial interface. Right. You're right. You're um, right. But you know, I, I, I'm so pleased that they decided to, you know, produce a more updated uh, interface for you because I was very perplexed by what you said to me. I was like. 
And you know, I even like, I was questioning myself. I might, I might just, you know, <laughs> I, I went back into it and thought, no, this the field of view in this headset, it it's superb for the you know, how small this thing is as well. Um, and yeah, for me, it is very Pico four-ish, and I'm so glad yeah. now that uh, I don't know what what clever engineering they're doing with the face interface of course you know it's because you're really close to those lenses but it doesn't feel uncomfortable um yeah Super it, it's, close. it's quite incredible what they've achieved with that um, yeah 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 exactly what did you so, get on your horizontal because you did you do a test did you I say did. it was about i, I, 90, I did the, a 96 no, 96 96, okay, 96 yeah. yes cool and you did you also try it no, I haven't done a test with it. I just um, generally just go off by feel. I'm not quite technical okay. when it comes to the field of view. All I right. probably should include that in my videos, but I generally just have an idea, just try different headsets, A, B comparisons. You can have a better feel for how important right. that extra bit of field of view is rather than the numbers itself. But yeah, I, no, no complaints there for the field of view in this headset, you know, for, for, for what they're, especially for the form factor. Absolutely. Now, for, I like... always find it quite, it's, it's a strange feeling because when you put it on, it's almost like you feel like you, you should have a bigger headset on your head because of that field of view. You feel like this should be a bigger headset. And then you take it off and it's tiny. You think, how have they done that? So yeah, yeah massive congratulations to them. They really have nailed that. They, they did. It is really surprising that you get like a good field of view with this tiny headset. Probably, probably this is the most beautiful and the most sexy headset that I've ever seen. Truly, truly is. Like the best form factor ever. OLED colors. Um, yeah, OLED colors. <laughs> That's already good enough, right? OLED colors, Micro nice FOV, ama amazing um, form factor, super light, made for your face, right? This face gasket, this face gasket here, it was made for your face, so you have to do an eye scan first. No, no not an eye scan, a face scan. Eye scan, <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, wow. You have to do a face scan. It's, it's, it's funny, you know, when you see the facial interface, you think, does my face really look like that? <laughs> like, it, on mine, it's got this like massive uh, indentation there and the contour of it and the way it goes sort of inwards. I think, wow, does my nose really do that at the top? But when it's on, it's like it just fits your face. But we should do the whole show like yeah. this as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next, next time we start like next, this, yeah. you know? We'll do that next <laughs> time. We, we should like every, every show, we should just start wearing some VR stuff. That's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> oh in this uh, is good. Oh my goodness, good. uh, Steve, um, are we nerds, by the way? <laughs> absolutely, a nerd, and I'm proud of it. Yeah, totally absolutely. Me too. It. Me too. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's amazing. So, so what happened actually? Um, when I was asking for the 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 final unit, I actually asked the team to make a new face gasket for me, which would increase the FOV. Like which would get my eyes closer to the lenses because I've read um, Road to VR Ben Lang. He also reviewed the headset and he wrote in his article that he had the same problem like me. Like the FOV was not really nice, and also he had like he thought like the edge to edge clarity is not so good. And then he also said like okay he got a new face gasket from them and then everything was better. So I also asked that to Darshan, right, uh, to the, the big screen CEO, CEO. And yeah, so here it is. This one absolutely puts me closer to the lenses, which absolutely solves the FOV issue. And also, and that is really cool, it also for me solved the edge-to-edge -edge clarity issue. 
Because oh, yes, okay. that's it. Okay, that's it. You have to be closer to the lenses. I can remember that for the G2 as well, because there were lots of people complaining, like, "Wow, the edge clarity is so bad." But for me, it felt like, yeah, it is kind of okay. But that was because my eyes seemed to be kind of close to the lenses, and for people who are not so close to the lenses with their eyes, they had these problems with um, the the bad edge stretch clarity. So this here puts me absolutely close to the lenses. There's there's no space anymore <laughs> between uh, my eyes and the lenses. And uh, probably they're even touching. I don't know. Uh, it's so close, and therefore <laughs> and therefore I have this. Good FOV, and also I don't have problems with the edge stretch clarity. Nice. And um, yeah, and you got the nice um, resolution 2500 by 2500 micro OLED. Makes all the difference for dark scenes. So, again, like I said in my video, the kayak mirage level, the dark levels, when you um, do your kayaking at night, there is no other headset that could make it look better than this. So I love micro OLED. I can't wait for the moment when all the headsets, also the meta headsets and all the stuff, when everything is micro OLED. What are your thoughts about this, Steve? It's absolutely the future, isn't it? Let's be honest. Micro OLED yeah. is the future for VR as well as having a nice coffee. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Um, it's funny because you mentioned in the OLED, I, I have been using the big screen beyond to, for doing night flights, like the, the, like this aircraft behind me there. Um, that cockpit, it's sort of like, you know, just be as the sun's setting and, you know, you're, you're just sat there chilled, uh, you know, just flying along and you see all the lights of the cities below you. And in the big screen beyond, it, it's it's incredible. It's mind blowing. It really is. And I, you know, I'm impressed what uh, Pimax have done with the local dimming. And it's really impressive. But it's Good not too. until it really is not until. Like you go to micro OLED and you think, holy crap. It's almost like, in fact, I said this in my video, it's like a spiritual <laughs> experience almost. It's that good. It's like, <laughs> I love it. I'm sat there I love and it. I'm like, I'm totally present within VR. And that's what I love about VR in general. If yeah. it's good enough, it should transport you and make you present within your experience. And you can forget about all the other stuff going on in your life, all the complications, all the worries about this, that, and the other, and you're just there. And for me, I was in that aircraft, and I was just so chilled. And because it, it was pure blacks, but then you've got the real nice bright colors of all the instrument gauges, to say the city lights and the, the sun going down. I, it's just, oh, wow. It, it really is. For anybody who's into horror games and, you know, atmospheric kind of games, and obviously for night flying and things like that, it really is amazing. The only thing that does take away from the experience for me is the glare. I have to okay. be, yeah. you know, it's still, I just, I tried to imagine in my head, what would this be like with, you know, very minimal God raising glare, then it would be like perfect. It's not perfect. The headset is not perfect, but no. you have to realize this is a compromise and what they're doing is quite, quite simply a groundbreaking device. And, it makes me look forward as well to what they what can they can do in the future with the big big screen beyond two sets say or something. I mean, what what are they learning from this that they can then bring about in the next iteration as well? But for those of people who really want, like I have for years, a micro OLED high resolution display, and then you got this form factor on top of it, I really cannot see any other headset beating this for a long time because it's just incredible. It's a very different type of experience than it is 
with any other headset I've had. Right. Um, and it is a combination of three things. Micro OLED. Well, no, four, but maybe three. Micro OLED, high resolution, and comfort. The comfort of that thing is crazy good. Like, it's it's the most comfortable headset I've ever worn, period. I don't know about you, Seb, but it really is. Like, it's it, And after about 15, 20 minutes, because you... Sometimes I do fiddle around with it a bit, but then once I've got it in, in the sweet spot, because mm-hmm. the sweet spot, I feel, is still quite tiny. But then if you think about the lenses, they are tiny anyway. Um, it's expected. But once you've got it dialed in, you kind of almost forget it's on your head. And you're like looking around right. like this. It doesn't move. There's no inertia from that headset. There's no movement. And then it just kind of like, it's like it's part of your head. <laughs> you know I mean, it's, it, it, you, you just I know don't what think you mean. about it. You don't think about the headset as being a bulky thing on your face and you just concentrate on the experience you're having. And I think yeah. that's where it shines the most. Pardon the cool. Pun. Cool. I, I yeah. like what you're saying here. And you know what? I would like to add to that. So you said like, wow, what can they do with the second version of this? And that's what I thought when I had my pre-production unit. I also thought like, wow, the second version must be incredible. But I have changed my mind. In my opinion, the first version is already so good that people will totally love it. So for the people who have already ordered it or for the people who are who are thinking of ordering it as like an index replacement, I can now absolutely tell you yes. Before I was saying like, okay, no, the FOV is too small. I like it, but it's not like uh, my recommendation. But now if you are fine with an FOV that is um, yeah, bigger than the Quest 2, smaller than the Pico 4, but good enough, and you want micro OLED, and you want like the super crazy form factor, and you want like the the lighthouse um, tracking. Yeah, the first version, the f- the the number one, the first Big Screen Beyond, is an amazing headset that you are going to love. So for the sweet spot, I must say I don't have that problem at all. I don't even need to fiddle. So probably it really is because now my my eyes they touch the lenses. <laughs> Basically, it's so close. <laughs> It's so close to the lenses. I have no problem with the sweet spot whatsoever. And I believe this this gasket, the interface, it just puts me in the right position so that I don't have to find the sweet spot. So for me, that is really good. Um, in terms of uh, comfort, yes, I agree with you. It is really cool. But like, it's still for me the same. I believe like when I start to sweat, this is yes. not the headset that I like. That's a good point. That's you good know, point. like... Like still, it's it's like if if I have a normal room temperature, it's fine. But sweating, my sweat will um, yeah, it will not go anywhere. But back to my eyes, yeah, because of the material, because of that um, silicone material or whatever it is. So that part I don't quite enjoy so much. So I still have to find a solution for this. You know, I I have not even tried to mod this. And I was thinking probably um, there could be some kind of cloth that I could like cut out to 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 lay on top of this so that it could like get my sweat a bit away or something like this. So I still believe there would be some ways to um, yeah to mod this for these sweaty situations. But I agree with you. Like when it's not hot, then this is a, like a very very conven- very nice and comfortable headset. Yeah, it is a cool headset. It's it's a really really an achievement and a, and and an accomplishment. So I want to say like congratulations to the big screen team. They have achieved something amazing. I think yeah, for me and I don't know whether you can do this or if you have time to do this, Ed, but if you can just use the Beyond now, no other headset for about 2 weeks 
And I, then, I, can, I cannot do that because of that. Ah, that's true. Yeah, of course, it's a bad time now because the quest, it's a bad but, time now. Yeah, but but you know, I did. In fact, that was probably a good time for me because I did have that point just before the quest come in to just use the beyond, and it really was like I got so used to that form factor and I got right. too used to it really, and anything, anything felt too heavy for for a while wow you know, okay. Um, okay like the arrow everything just i thought oh this is too big i, I can't believe this like i feel like i'm been spoiled forever really now but yeah. you know, i got used to it again because obviously I, I love all kinds of headsets and you know it's not perfect there's different things that are good about various we haven't got the perfect vr headset yet there, there isn't one out there that does everything good unfortunately so you know there is some well one day hopefully that will change <laughs> but um no, I, I must honestly. Say, the... I must honestly tell you, the Quest Three is getting very close to that headset, in my opinion. But we, we're going to we're going to talk about that in a moment. <laughs> wow! So, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm 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 a fan. I can tell you now already. So, <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. What I also really like about the Big um, Screen Beyond is <clears throat> the the lens insert system. You know, like I'm a glasses wearer, ah, and yes. I got I got. Uh, can, Got those yeah, lenses. That, that looks good. Yeah, that, that is great. And um, I love it that they have thought about it when they engineered the whole thing. That they directly put some magnets onto the lenses so that we can buy those lens inserts and, and put them there. So this is just a very well-engineered headset. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So Technic Checker, he just asked in the chat if the um, the gasket, this, this super slim gasket that I had made them make for me, if that is standard. And I don't know about that the answer for this question, but I did send Darshan an email asking this, if this is now standard. Probably it is now standard. Probably they've just improved their, their, their process of making these gaskets, and probably it's standard. I would hope that it's standard, because it, it, it just made such a big difference for me, you know, being well, closer to the, to the lenses. I think my mine eyes. had... Yeah, I think mine had that closer field of view. That's where we had that difference of opinion because you right. had yours a lot earlier before I got mine. Right, exactly. And then I was like raving about the field of view. So <laughs> I think perhaps that's what happened there. But I, I'm sure I've read somewhere or heard that you do have an option. You know, if you get your facial interface and for whatever reason you're not happy with it, you, you can sort of email them and let them know or if they, you know, can maybe offer one that's slightly thinner. I'm sure I've heard somewhere whether you can do that, whether you have to pay for that, I don't know. But it's the, the only other niggle for me, and it, this is really it doesn't make doesn't really mean anything to be honest, because you you know you're wearing the damn thing on your head. But as you'll you see that face to face there, like the whole headset looks so desirable and it looks so gorgeous and well made, which it is. And then I just feel like this, it just from an aesthetics point of view, which doesn't really matter. Just looks a bit rough, doesn't it? It does, does yeah. look a bit rough, but I, I don't really know how they could change that, really. Um, but it's it's no, and it's no big deal. It doesn't affect the way. In fact, if anything, it's because of the way it looks, it's because it's molded so carefully to your contours of your face, anyway. But from a purely sort of aesthetic point of view, it does look a bit. Um, my camera is not as good as yours, but <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I agree with you. However, I also must say that it looks a bit more evenly crafted as compared to my pre-production unit so there was the, the my pre-production unit that part it even looked uh, more crazy as if somebody like uh, hand carved it now it looks <laughs> <laughs> now it looks a bit uh, better in my opinion 
But oh, I agree. Course, yeah. I agree. This could this could look even better. But yeah, that's a little. That's a very little nitpick, right? Because it, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. I just you know, it's just from a purely aesthetics point of view. I love as well how they've got a top strap. This for me personally yeah. made a massive difference to the comfort because before <laughs> I had to put the Aero as my favorite comfortable headset. Okay. But with with this little strap for me, oh, yeah. it's just alleviated just that little bit of pressure on my, my nose. Um, and I've got a massive nose anyway, but like, you know, it just, it just instead of it sitting there, because even 180 grams, it, after a couple of hours, you're going to feel it, guys, even after an hour. But just that little bit, of, you know, you can just balance it with the top strap makes a big difference now i've i've been in this for four hours now i've had a four hour session in this uh which is probably the longest i've been in vr for a long time mm -hmm. and i felt totally fine apart from i did feel a bit i did have to move it off my face a couple of times just because i felt a bit sticky no it wasn't okay. particularly sweaty stuff it's just because there is no ventilation or any air cooling right. here of course because obviously they're keeping the weight down so as you say it does make you feel a little bit clammy after a while but just do that for five, like five minutes or so, and then back in, and you're fine again. Right. Yeah. For the top strap, did you watch my video? Like I was like wearing oh, it yes. like 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 crooked, like like, like a ooh, like, the hedgehog or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was hilarious. Like when I was <laughs> editing it, I was laughing so hard. I thought I have to do like a voice from the off that says like, "Oh, <laughs> look how funny <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing it." Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Or... Making videos sometimes, it can be fun. <laughs> the YouTube uh, job that we both are doing. But Absolutely. You are even... yeah, yeah, exactly. I, th I think it's important as a YouTuber <laughs> not to make your videos too polished and too uh, clinical. I think a bit of humor, a bit of normal human interaction, showing yeah, right. how you do things is good. I think you know, otherwise it can feel a little bit, you know, a bit, well, that's my personal opinion anyway. Yeah, One good thing, another good thing about the Beyond is you can put this on and you can... Have a cup of tea. Oh, okay. That's that's great. That's that. cool. Yeah. No problem. You have to take the headset off. That's a big feature, in my opinion. <laughs> it is truly, truly the most amazing form factor. And it's just like super surprising how they make this picture so good. You know, this it doesn't have exactly the same good picture like the crystal. Right? The crystal still wins in terms of picture quality. Yeah. But definitely. to but to get even to get close to that. With this kind of form factor and it this coolness, crazy, this is freaking crazy. And I, I want to play more games that use these dark colors. Like I was thinking probably I should play some more um, the Star Wars game. Uh, oh, I, for Star I forgot Wars the name. Squadron. Squadrons, uh, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I bought that ages ago and I haven't even used it yet. You have to try I it. I've, I yeah. tried it. I tried it with this and obviously it is fantastic. And I haven't even tried it since I have the new version with the bigger FOV. So wow, yeah, I'm I'm really feeling that I want to play more now. You know, I really want to get into games. I have so many cool stuff now. I want to play. <laughs> I want to play. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, big the big stream beyond. Really cool, and I'm so glad that I got the better version now. Really, that that totally made the, all the difference for me and I, I just hope that many people will buy it yeah absolutely it's it's a very niche product but it's also it's something that's right up my street you know I, it's unapologetically a pc vr headset it's done away with all the stuff we don't really need and it's worth noting that yes it doesn't have eye tracking but 
because of the way uh, it, these pancake lenses have been uh, produced and the resolution in them, you don't need to account for barrel distortion so much as the spheric lenses. So the, the resolution doesn't have to be so high to compensate for it. So it runs really well. And it obviously you can run this at 75 hertz. And I'm usually quite, um, what's the word? Yeah, sensitive to low refresh rates. But the 75 hertz of the big screen beyond doesn't bother me at all. It feels more like 90. It, it's totally fine. Um, I don't know about you, Seb, but I just I find 75 hertz more I must than say, for that headset. I must say it's really it's okay. It's fine. It's really fine. I don't feel a big difference, honestly speaking, as well. So that is good. And it looks it does look a bit sharper as well in 75. Oh, um, it does. Hertz. For me, for flight, flight simming, it, it, it's a big difference yeah. for me. Um, it is funny because it, it's all about higher refresh rate is better. But that's, no, it isn't, actually. Sometimes, especially for high-end PC VR experiences and flying and racing, it's so hard to get to that 90 frames per second and stay there. But just having yeah. that lower threshold for your computer to handle, 75 hertz is a big deal there. You know, it's like 20% or so. Uh, you know that you're giving your computer headroom to do other things and it does make a big difference i'm able to hit 75 frames per second in msfs quite well it with dlss by the way or perhaps in a nice not over london or new york but you know it it is good but you could also halve that refresh rate um which is very useful mm -hmm. and still get a very uh sort of impressive sort of smoothness so right. I do feel that lower refresh rate is a good thing. <laughs> it's not always about having 144 hertz because I've never, I don't know about you, Seb, but I can tell usually in a normal headset between 75 hertz and 90, apart from the beyond, but from 90 to 120, I can't tell a difference at all, personally. It's I'm super sure hard. some people out there can. But... I, I agree with you. You could probably see it in some kind of table tennis game or so if you really look oh, for okay. it. But yeah, in, in yeah, general, think, yeah. in, in general, I agree with you. I don't really see a big difference there. And uh, what I also like is just how crazily this will block all the light from outside. Like you, you put it on and it's pitch black. You see nothing, yeah. nothing else. There's absolutely no light coming in. So you can absolutely enjoy your virtual reality. Yes. So I agree with you, um, Steve. The only thing that is like not so great is the glare. And th this is still exactly the same. Nothing yes. has changed. Yeah. But nothing has changed there. So in uh, scenes with high contrast, as in white on black background, you will see quite a bit of glare, which could be annoying if you don't like it. Like I know there's people, there's so many people who still love the index and the index has worse glare. So if you're fine with that, then you also find with the big screen beyond because the glare is less than with the index. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. I, I've never owned an index, but my friend <laughs> had an index for quite a while. So I was able to test it out and I was oh, yeah. shocked yeah, with the is. glare in that. I was like, like what bad. the hell? Do people yeah. actually deal with this? You know, because I am a bit of a, a snob when it comes to glare. I just don't like it. And that's yeah. why I really did struggle with the big screen beyond to start with. And if anything, sadly, I think the glare's worse in a flight sim because you're you're staring at a cockpit full of gauges. Um, because I noticed looking outside in the external view, there's no glare. Like it literally just yeah, right. disappears. And right. then as soon as I get back in the cockpit again, all these gauges lit up and stuff. You can see for me, 
a bit of glare at the bottom and it's kind of always sat there which after a while i did get used to it i did but is that a good thing i don't know obviously we don't want it there at all but i don't think yeah i think it's something you will get used to and depending on your use case scenario it won't even be there at all so um i think again it's all about the trade-offs uh for what they're trying to achieve. It's, it's, it's never going to have a crystal image quality in that sort of form factor. But I'll tell you one thing, if you super sample the headset and, you know, Seb, you've got a 4090 now, so you could do this. Super mm -hmm. sample the beyond, and it does look as sharp as the crystal in the center point. It really does. Oh, really? But, okay. but with the glare, though, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, okay. Yeah, so for people who, who play games that are bright, they will never see the glare. It, it's really it's it really depends on on personal um, feelings about that. I know people who do, who don't care about this at all about the glare, right? So that is really depending on every person. Yeah, that is the big screen beyond. Really glad that something like this is out there. So again, congrats to the big screen team to make such an incredible headset. Wow, absolutely, it's a. Uh... It's pushing boundaries and there's no doubt about it. Manufacturers are watching and learning from this. Yeah. And this is where we need to go. And we've said this before. This is where VR, it's the start of a new generation of headset. You know, the, the crystal and uh, perhaps even the quest, I suppose. Oddly to say them two headsets in the same sentence. But you know what I mean? Those sort of larger, bulkier headsets. They kind of got to the point where they can go as far as they can go or where we feel they should go. But I do feel people are starting to want better comfort. We want to be in VR for longer. And we want OLED, God damn it. We want OLED in our OLED headsets. Is, OLED is so good. Really. OLED is so nice. I want to see more we, of that in the future. Really. We will. We will see um, new OLED headsets with better <clears throat> displays that are brighter so that's going to be good. Yeah, for the brightness, honestly, it is not as bright as, for example, the crystal. But for me, it is bright enough. So um, I don't really see a big issue with this. What are your thoughts about brightness? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I actually don't really like bright anything. Ah. I'm always wearing my sunglasses, you know, <laughs> even in the depths of winter when I'm driving, I've got my sunglasses on. So I'm probably not the best person to ask for this. <laughs> okay, but so for you, I, it's okay. It's absolutely fine for me. Yeah. I mean, with the overdrive setting, admittedly, when you use the overdrive setting, so it's like full brightness, you do hear that fan going a bit berserk. <laughs> it's like, goes, like it goes a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, once you've got the headset, you know, your headphones on and stuff, it's fine. Oh, it's plenty bright enough. And I do feel because of the the fact that it's such it's molded so well to your face, you cannot see any light leakage. I do feel that all of those what would you call it? Photons? I'm not quite sure what the technical word is for the yeah. light, but it goes into your eyes. Nothing's wasted because there's no other light source being affecting yeah. the brightness of the screen. So it actually is fine. It really that's, is. That's exactly how I also um, have it work in my fantasy <laughs> that all the photons will go into my eye. <laughs> yeah, just like goes, <laughs> no photon like... is being wasted to go outside, right? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking yeah. too. So, I think yeah. it makes a difference, definitely. I really do. I think, yeah. Also, this has a really good microphone. The microphone is like uh, probably the best microphone that oh, I've ever amazing. that I've ever had in any kind of uh, VR headset, which is cool. It's unbelievable. I, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, unfortunately, though, there, for this there is no audio solution. So, so what are you using for it? Do you have a 
Um, some hey. special. I'm looking. Oh, yeah, I'm okay, looking like okay. what am I using? Oh, because I'm on, yeah. on my head. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and these right. headphones are the ones you recommended a while ago. Yeah, uh, the good. reason why I like these is because they really do. Like, you can. Uh, I can use these with the Aero and the Crystal. I'm joking. <laughs> um, and obviously the Beyond. In fact, that's the only two headsets that I need audio for. <laughs> and I, I find these fine. They're just Corsair. Uh, Edge eighty. H what? Sorry. Edge eighty. I believe H80. Yeah, yeah, they seem okay. The, you know, the sound exactly. isn't—they're not the best I've ever heard in terms of the sound, but it's good enough for me. They are pretty good. I think they are okay. They are fine, and they also have a nice microphone, as you can hear right now. Hopefully, yeah. Your, your mic sounds one good. Two. Yeah, <laughs> one, <two. laughs> Yeah, I have the same same headset here as well. Yeah, cool. Very nice. So this is. I the did. Big <laughs> All right. I'll just think. I did have a pair of Bayer headphones, and they cost me a thousand pounds. But unfortunately, what? my dog, yeah, my, my dog chewed them up one day when I got oh, home from work. Oh, no. uh, they were chewed all up on the uh, on the sofa. So oh, no. I remember that day very well. So I thought I'm not going to get another expensive pair of headphones. So I thought <laughs> I'd try these out. They are still, I mean, they're still £100 or so, but right. they are absolutely worth it. Thousand, a thousand pounds? You can pay £1,000 for headphones? Well, it's the only reason why I had them is because I used to record bands. I used to be had a recording studio, so guys, okay. I didn't honestly promise you. I didn't just buy a pair of headphones for a thousand pounds just for gaming. I, it's because I was using them for bands as well to record. <laughs> right, but, got uh, it. Then I, I I used them for gaming as well until that fateful day when Colin, <laughs> my dog, damn you, he uh, yeah, he has a very funny streak in him, and he did. He just literally just tore them apart i was like oh my god wow that's crazy <laughs> yeah as long as your dog doesn't eat your big swim beyond or your quest 3 everything is fine <laughs> yes. yeah it should be fine <laughs> okay that's big screen beyond very nice headset glad that they're there and uh, very cool Hope, hopefully uh, people who ordered it going to get it soon yeah all right but now to the main topic of today here it is the quest through three finally i have it and you finally have it Yay. too Woohoo! so cool it is such a nice headset i'm really happy to have it yeah okay <laughs> i don't know i don't even know where to start let me just ask you uh, what do you think about the the quest three do you like it do you not like it what are your <laughs> thoughts about it i've had a very turbulent start to my quest three experience Okay, and tell us. Tell <laughs> us. I've just got completely distracted by Colin saying bad Colin. Absolutely. <laughs> and Sven, hi, buddy. Good to see you in the comments as well. Yeah, basically, I had a bit of a turbulent start. And I'm not going to bore you too much with this because, well, it's just the situation that I found myself in. But, you know, I pre-ordered the Quest 3 straight away from Meta, actually. Uh, as yeah, soon me as... Uh, yeah, and it was apparently going to be... Uh, I was going to get it on the 9th or no, 10th of October. And then I got an email like close to that date to say that, nope, sorry, it's going to be delayed by three weeks. I was like, what? Oh, no. Three weeks oh, is it. Yeah. bad for us, right? It's I thought, very That's bad not for us. I need to get a video out. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so I thought, right, fine. I'll just grab another one off Amazon because annoyingly they were available on Amazon next day delivery. So I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. But it was a 128 gigabyte version off Amazon. The one I ordered from Meta was 512 and this is the important bit they both ended up coming on the same day cut a long story short which went wrong so i thought okay well give me a chance to test both of them out the 512 gigabyte version from meta had 
distortion on their lenses. Okay, when when I looked left and right on a text piece, a bit of text, I could see distortion? it moving. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right in the center point. This is what made uh -huh. me more wow. confused. That is um, bad. It moved. They were moving. Like it remind me of the Vario VR three when I first tried it. When ah, it, okay, when it's kind of they did the distortion profile. Yeah, very similar to that. Right. I thought, What's going on there? And then. It had lots of mirror and three dead pixels. Oh no! But that's, that's pretty bad. shit. That's that's bad. I tried the 128 gigabyte version, and it looked fantastic. Okay. Wow. It looked okay. Really good. So I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll keep the 128 gigabyte version for a couple of days, do a couple of videos, um, and then send the one, the meta one back. Um, but. In the end, it didn't work out that way because the Amazon guy came to because uh, I, I started the return and I just happened to be in the garden when he arrived. So I thought, <laughs> right, Sonic, you can just have it. So I thought I'd buy another 512 gigabyte version from where was it? Where's some was it Argos, I think it was. That had loads of like awful Mura. It was like the display was so inconsistent. It was very really? dark in patches. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it had three dead pixels on it on the left hand what? side of the plate. again i thought i can't believe this is this actually happening to me and then i was like well i, I want to get another one again i was getting like really annoyed so there was one about an hour and a half from where i i live and i thought i'm just going to get jump in the car and exchange it because at this point they're getting low in stock probably because of me going around <laughs> buying them all and then i got a third 512 gigabyte version and yes you've guessed it it had dead pixels. Again. No, what? And that is Mura. unbelievable. And Mura, that, that's so yeah. unbelievable. That's so strange. Honestly, I, so I what's the matter there, Meta? Is it some kind of like a quality control issue or what? Probably. I've no idea. And like it, it had like white dead pixels as well, or whether that was just Mura, I couldn't quite work it out. But the screen had lines and then it had like white dots. And then there was like a dead pixel, like a really big one. On, on this sort of other side. So I had to go back to Argos again. And then they wouldn't believe me this time. So I said, look, switch the headset on. I'll show you. And they, oh, yeah, fair enough. And th they could even see it. It was that bad on the left screen. Um, and then I've just gone and got this one. This is like up to date now. We're now in the uh, present day. I've just got this one. I've decided to go back to 128 gig. I tested it just before we went live. And oh, it has okay. a fantastic display. Oh, okay, good. Good to, good to know. Good to know. So... But yeah, but Headset the thing number is, what for? Uh, 58. No, this is the, the fifth, the fifth the quest. Fifth. Wow. What the hell? What's that about? That's but so strange. The two 128 gigabyte versions I've tried have both been really good. It's the 512 gigabyte version headsets that have all, that have all had a, a dodgy display. Why is that? Is it Are they being made somewhere different? Is it a different manufacturer? No idea. Uh, well, you know, a different uh, provider. I really don't know. So, guys, can I, I implore you in the comments, please do check your headsets, um, especially on a white background or in the UI. Just look at the display rather than the image and just check it for any dead pixels because I'd hate for you guys to notice it because you will eventually notice it, say, a month or two down the road, and by then you might not be able to exchange it. So please just bear in mind that at the moment I'm a little bit sussed <laughs> i'm a little bit like what's going on with these 512 gigabyte versions i, I don't know but f for, for sure for me i'm convinced now that i've tried three um that the display isn't as good quality as the 128 gig that's what yeah. i think I, you know, having tried five of them now 
Okay. So I, I'm sticking with this one now. I'm, I'm not going to get another one. This one works. It looks great. There's no mirror in this one. There's all very minimal mirror in this uh, 128 gig version. So I had to deal with all that even before enjoying the headset. What a shame. That is, that, is, that is indeed a bad start. So if yeah. I had this bad start with so many headsets, yeah, my experience would be bad. I, I would not feel great about the headset. I understand it. Yeah, but now let's talk about it. Now that you have one that works, let's talk <laughs> yes. about it. Let's talk so about now, it. So now, yeah, well, I have two sort of opinions about the headset, depending on what you're going to be using it for. For a standalone headset, It is absolutely phenomenal. It is amazing. Like, I am so impressed with the chipset, how snappy it is. It's real. Like, you can just feel that uh, sort of just low times and everything about the UI feels good. Um, you can tell. It's like getting a new phone, isn't it, with a new processor. It just feels snappy or a new computer. You can tell that it just has a bit more juice under the bonnet. <laughs> and... I don't know. Generally speaking, it's all about the pancake lenses for me personally. They are superb. They're beautiful. The pancake lenses in in the Quest. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it, guys. I think they're better than the Aero and Crystal. I think they are the best pancake lenses we've ever seen. Or, yeah. or lenses, full stop. They the are best superb. lenses in the VR headset. Really, full stop. I think I, so. And I I couldn't agree more. It's it's perfect. It's clear from edge to edge i just it i just really checked is. it out i just look from left to right it's crazy isn't it it's consistently clear it is just beautiful it is the yeah. sweet spot is huge you don't even have gigantic to, you don't even have to think about this term anymore sweet spot you put it on and you're in there so it's yeah. the perfect headset for people Yeah, who are new to VR because they don't have to deal with that problem. I know that, that uh, people who, who just bought the PSVR 2, for example, who had never been in VR, they're wondering like, wow, this is VR? Like, I, I cannot see it clearly. And then you have to teach them, oh, no, no, you have to go to the sweet spot. You have to uh, find the sweet spot. And just, <laughs> just then it will look good. Not anymore. You just put on the thing. And it's super clear, and these are agreed the best lenses ever. Wow! Wow! Yeah, <laughs> it, no, it, it, they deserve their praise for this. They, <clears throat> the lenses are so good, and I, I find that quite funny, really, because it's a 500 pound headset, and they have the best lenses in the business, better than Vario. Like, what the hell? What's going on there? But yeah. they know how to make them. And yeah, I remember when I saw the Quest Pro lenses, I was in. I mean, they are basically the same lenses and Very I was similar, so impressed yeah. with them there. So it's great to have that extra bit of resolution with those lenses. I know we don't have local dimming and QLED uh, goodness here, but I mean, you know, <laughs> come on, it is, I mean, it's, it is expensive. I'm not trying to say it's not expensive, but in the grand scheme of VR as a technology, that headset is very cheap for what it's offering. It, it really is. Really cheap. And I um, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I believe like the value The value that you're getting here for $500 or 550 euros is unbelievable. You're getting so much for your for your money. It is it is mind-boggling. You get a, you get a fantastic standalone headset. 
with all the games, which will even look better. You got a mixed reality headset with some completely new experiences that we're going to talk about in a moment. Yes. You're getting a wireless PC VR headset that also looks fantastic. And you get everything in this nice form factor that you can bring anywhere. You got, you got great sound. You got great tracking of the controllers. You got even nice colors for an LCD panel, which I it think is, is, yeah. is, I was is, really, is really good. That. And yeah. it is just, in my opinion, it's a game changer. It is so good. You're getting so, so much value. And every single person has to buy it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so... I'm, I'm this truly, is from a non-meta ambassador. <laughs> yeah, this is from a non-meta ambassador that had to wait for uh, the 12th to, to receive it, the 13th uh, of October to receive it. So exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the yeah, best, funny. the like, best meta ambassador job here, not being one, which he, is funny. You deserve a free headset sent after that <laughs> yeah. speech. But no, like I tried it. In fact, I did a video in DCS and uh, tried to forget about the dead pixels in the one I was using, um, and I just focused on. In fact, it was a sunset scene. Just happened to be, and I, I've got to admit, like obviously, you know, the micro OLED of the beyond is beyond the quest <laughs> but the thing yeah, is right. when, when i'm in it i'm not think i'm not thinking to myself oh i'm really missing i think the only time i'd miss it in pure black scenes that is, right. that is when you really notice it but for colors in general you're not going to really truly miss um you know the oled colors in a normal daylight scene or sunset i do think i do think they are acceptable and i think they're very similar to that of the reva d2 that reminds agreed. me of anyway in terms agreed yeah i also oh, wanted cool. to say that agreed oh, exactly cool. so the colors oh, are very good. similar to <laughs> 2g2 in my opinion so for an ltd panel these are good colors totally acceptable in my opinion agreed so yes they cannot compare against the colors and the blacks of the big screen beyond but who does a b comparisons other than us you know, like yeah, the, a, the, the, normal, <laughs> the the normal person comes from a Quest 2 and now gets a Quest 3 and they will be absolutely blown away because everything is just better. Everything is just better and more amazing and absolutely worth the $200 more as compared to the original Quest 2 price. So, yeah, like I'm... I was shocked. I was shocked when I tried this for the first time. And I'm, I'm really happy that I recorded my first hour with it. And you could watch it as well. It's, it's, it's just so good. It's just so good of a headset. And um, when you first put it on, you directly get into this pass-through mode. And the pass-through is truly better than the, the pass-through of the Quest Pro. The Quest Pro, the colors are not really good. It is grainy. Well, this is also grainy, but the colors are just better. And the, overall, the pass-through is just good enough so that I want to spend more time with it in it. And so that mixed reality is really a viable thing now, something that really works in this headset. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I just thought of a great video you should make, Seb. Would you be able to do a comparison of the Quest Pro colors and the Quest yeah, 3 colors? Yeah, sure. So that's a good that idea. That would be a great yeah. video. Because I do feel like the, the Pro... You know, from the limited time I've had with it, I didn't like the screen door effect in that. However, it there's no doubt it, about yeah. it that the Pro uh, has local dimming and better right. colors. And the I think for a lot of people, that's a big deal. Of course it is. Right. But <clears throat> I, I don't know. In the pass-through, the, pass the, pass the colors are not good. But pass-through is awful in the Quest Pro. Right. I didn't like that at right. all. 
So, I, I did try it when it was first released and it was like really laggy and I was doing this with my hand and it was like, oh, it's awful. I, I was not impressed with it. Right. So here you put it on and you are in this nice pass through. It's depth correct. Very cool. You can see your, yeah, your surrounding very nicely and it's just very cool. So one thing that I did with that pass through is I was lying on my bed and I um, turned on virtual desktop and was streaming my, my computer, my Mac. And in there, you could, yeah, I was just running Netflix and I was um, putting like a huge virtual desktop screen over my bed. And it, it was just floating there and I was just watching Netflix on that huge screen that was floating over my bed. And it was perfectly, it was just staying there perfectly in space, perfectly tracked. Yeah, so so much better than these AR uh, video glasses that that will move with you, right? This perfectly stick there because of the pass through. I could still see my wife, which he was also in the room. It was just so good. It is just this mixed reality future, this augmented reality future that we were hoping for. There was a promise to us by Magic Leap, for example. Now, now it's reality with a $500 device that you can buy right now. It is crazy. And I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to do so many more things with that, with that pass-through, with that huge screen that I put on top of my bed. I'm going to play Starfield there. I'm going to play other games there simply because now it's just like so cool to have this in pass-through. And I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you? I will say, well, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um, I must say that actually because of the YouTube videos I watched before getting the Quest 3, I was initially very disappointed with the pass-through because I was expecting it to be way better than because like yeah. okay. a lot of the a lot of the reviewers out there were yes, totally hyping it up too much. Fair enough. Agreed. I do yeah, I do feel it was too hyped. I kind of wish I didn't watch those because yeah, after I didn't watch them. about it. Yeah, after thinking about it and then going back to the Pico 4 pass-through and going back to the Quest, obviously, in my, it's gone now, actually. My friends just got it and he's very happy with it. But yeah, after comparing it and being, you know, just thinking about it from that perspective and thinking about the Quest Pro as well, it's a very, very, very good pass-through for what it does and for the headset price. And of course, lighting is crucial in this headset. Like it can be, it needs quite a bit of light. Otherwise, it does get incredibly grainy very quickly. Um, but you know, in fairness, you can type with it just <laughs> and see the keys. Uh, I personally, in fact, my eyes are pretty decent, but maybe it's my phone, but I can't see messages on my phone like some people can, uh, with the pass through. I don't yeah. know if you can, Seb, it's, but then my it's phone's not so quite good. Small, it's like very distorted and very wobbly. If it you is really, a bit if like you, if you really need to, you could see the messages on your phone, but that's not the way I want to use my phone. No, 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 absolutely not. And I do feel like we're going to, getting a bit too ridiculous now. Some of these YouTube videos, like it's not that good, guys. Come on, and no, agreed. I you know. Don't totally agree with once you. Once you get past that, throw it out the way, and then just think about it again and, and enjoy the passive what it is. It's good enough, especially as an introduction to MR. And I do feel like I tried the, you know, I'm sure everyone's tried that alien demo where like you scan your room, get everything all set up in that, and then you're kind of shooting these little fluffy alien things. <laughs> And I, I, just, I was blown away with that. I really was blown away. The way, like, you know, they come through the ceiling and stuff. And it's, and then it makes sense because the pass-through becomes the background. 
And then um, you see the, um, the VR aspect of it, which looks super sharp. So you're looking at the aliens, you're looking at that spacecraft, and in your peripheral vision, you can see your pass through. And then it becomes like, hang on, this actually is really impressive now. I, I, I get it because this pass through is not meant to be retina resolution. It's not meant to compete with the Apple Pro thing. You know, it's, it's just, it's good enough for an introduction to MR experiences. And yeah, I think it will get better anyway with software. You know, meta engineers are the best in the business when it comes to this. And I do feel over time, I'm hoping they're able to improve the quality of it. It is good. I'm impressed with it. But I was initially disappointed, as I say. And that is simply just due to the YouTube videos out there. If I would have checked it out, not looked at those, I think I'd have enjoyed it more, weirdly. <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. So, so I agree. Like if you, <laughs> if you just, um, yeah, went by those videos, then you would think like, oh, it's perfect. But it, it is really not. It's grainy. It's noisy when there's not enough yeah. light. Even if there's enough light, like like here, my room here, it's it's pretty well lit because I have all yeah. these IKEA lamps. <laughs> now you know um, here, so it still looks a bit grainy and noisy. So it's still there's still lots of room for improvement for the future. But we will get to a future where this pass through is perfect and retina. I don't know. Probably the Apple Vision Pro is going to bring us closer to this. But for a first device that is truly viable for um, giving us uh, mixed reality experiences. And for $500, come oh, on, yeah. it's so good. It is such a game changer. And you said it exactly right there. This pass-through is good enough for giving us viable mixed reality experiences. That first encounter um, demo, I, I played it and um, happily, I also recorded that, my first reactions. So watch my first reaction video. It's called uh, Raw and Uncensored. <laughs> Meta question, is it really as good? <laughs> so, 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 so my answer my, my, is overwhelmingly, yes, it is really as good. So um, I loved that first encounter experience. And, you know, like people like us who, who have seen so many things in VR are blown yes. away. Yes. I, I'm just imagining... What, what are people going to say um, who, who just picked this up because they want to play Beat Saber for the first time and then they try this? Oh, imagine their, their mind must be blown. They must be, uh, they, they must, they, it's like magic or not. I mean, I, I was blown away with that alien demo, really. And it was just a very simple little game thing. And I've been in VR for many, many years. And I've even seen the Vario XR3 Me too. pass through. And like, that is insanely like, sharp but i'm still excited about this because end of the day let's be realistic this is 500 pounds and you get a lot for it you do you get a lot of a lot of for your money it's a game will, changer it is there's a few other things though that well i'll probably go go over this it's not all perfect there's a few other things that i want to say that i did notice and um, in fact there was i'll say it now might as well um in fact I, people in my comments on my video were like horrified when i said this I don't know whether you've noticed this or not, Seb, but I do see screen door effect in the Quest 3. Oh, man. And I, don't, I, I really don't see it. You, you know what I'm thinking? No way. You, 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 wow. know, you know what I think that you're seeing? I think you're seeing a low resolution. You, you're seeing a low resolution from the games, but that's not screen door effect. That's what I think that well, you're seeing. No, what I think it is, I think <laughs> it's because, I mean, you may be right, but... Whatever it is, it's the same effect, that's for sure. But the thing is, right, when you look at it, like, the lenses in the Quest 3 have been canted, okay? 
because the reason why you get a really good field of view in the Quest 3, it's much improved. It's about, well, I think around 105 degrees or so, which is really good. That's better than the crystal horizontal. And what the, and the way they've achieved that is by the lenses are this, like here, and they've canted them like this. And because of that, the usual sort of like perfect lines of what you'd see or possibly see screen door effect have now been moved. So it's like a diagonal pattern. I, and so I don't want to tell you this, Sam, in case you do see it, you don't want to see it after that, but never mind. <laughs> um, and what happens is, is you, you get this di diagonal pattern. Um, okay. And I think the screen door effect is more obvious because of the canted displays. It wouldn't be so a big a deal otherwise. Well, I say it's, a big, it's not a big deal, guys. I'm just saying that from right. a flight simmer who's very, very picky about image quality. <laughs> um, for literally 90% of the time, 99% of the time, for people who are going to be playing games and things, you're never going to see screen door effect. It's only if you're looking I at that sky like that. If you're looking at that sky there, that's when you might possibly see it. Okay, I must, I must check it more, but so far I couldn't see it. And I still think you're looking at a lower resolution for some games or so. But well, we'll we'll we'll. This no, is still, I, don't, I don't think so. Is, okay, okay. This is still our first impression. Yeah, who might who who knows? <laughs> it's only because the PK4, for instance, the resolution is a little higher, but not that much higher, and I don't see it as nowhere near as bad in there. Um, and that's because it's a more uniform arrangement of the pixels rather than being canted, so you can see a sort of diagonal pattern. Okay. But I, I don't right, know. I, I mean, under there, that's my feeling. But. Right. Is, well, I haven't I haven't looked through it long enough. I have to look th more through it. Uh, this is still my first impression, so I will try to find the screen door effect. <laughs> yes, and, uh, and see. Probably I'm going to find it too. But so but far, it, I don't see it. It's not a big it. deal. It's, yeah. it's just an observation, yeah, and uh, you know, I think uh, I do feel like this is where it gets a bit sort of uh, a bit more negative for me. Is I I bought this device for gaming pretty much. You know, that's the reason I bought it for gaming for standalone and PC VR gaming. I, I tried uh, uh, after the fall with this, not this one, this is brand new, but the other one I had, but the one of many, <laughs> but and a few other uh, PC VR games, I was really super impressed with virtual desktop. Fantastic. Um, but for whatever reason, for flight sims, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, and I know I'm getting I'm a bit unpopular with my decision here or my, my opinion, in fact, I've got it. I don't know why I've got this headset here, but it, for me, it's still the Reverb G2 for flight sims. If if I had to pick one of these for flight sims, it would be the G2, unless this get unless you've got a 4090. If you've got a 4090, you can then sample super sample this, use godlike mode, and then if you you know like me, you're fed up with Fresnel lenses, you want pancake lenses, then this starts to make sense for flight sims. But for most people. I imagine most people, I don't know what, what you guys are like in the comments, I'm pretty certain most of you probably won't have an RTX 4090. They're hideously expensive. If you've got a 30 series graphics card and you want to use this for flight sims, I would personally recommend the G2 still. Simply because it's less, it's um, a lot easier on your graphics card. You don't have to worry about encoding and all of the necessary you know, resources that's needed for that. And you know the G2... With its native display port connection, it's still the sharper display in the center. The only reason you would go for this is if you really want those pancake lenses, which are beautiful. That's why it becomes very complicated. If you hate <laughs> the sweet spot of the G2, 
if you want to trade that uh, clarity, then go for this. But bear in mind, it's not as clear in this as it is in the G2. You must understand that as a flight simmer. But for say playing Half-Life Alex or playing any PC VR game where you don't need that pin sharp clarity in the center and you won't notice it, I would choose this every time. It's just for flight sims, which obviously is my, my channel. I, I can't really recommend it as a flight sim headset unless you've got a beefy GPU to run it. Ha. I know. <laughs> ha. I, well, <laughs> I, I must I must uh, really like say that I'm of a different opinion here. That's, that's fine. That's cool. But, that's but it's good. That, that's good. It's, it's good. So so I obviously I love the G2. Like I'm the original G2 lover. You are. You're the original um yeah G2 so, so I, I i absolutely <laughs> i absolutely i absolutely love the reverb g2 totally do but i must say that in my opinion the the quest 3 wins also for pc vr simply because the lenses are so much better they they absolutely have the clarity from left to right from from edge to edge which is a big difference um, as compared to the g2 and um yeah so 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 this part is great and you're getting more fov which is fantastic and together with the edge clarity it even makes it look even more wide as compared to the reverb g2 you know so you're seeing you're seeing more you're seeing it more clear and um in terms of like like sharpness so yes the g2 is sharp there's no question about it but this is also really really sharp and in my opinion this has less mura than the g2 because the g2 yeah, it does yeah. it does have some some lines it you does can, you're right yeah you, you can see some inconsistencies there so so i must really um say like no in my opinion you should go for the for the for the quest 3 and it makes sense to upgrade even from the g2 to the quest 3 well, and even for a flight simmer, though, you know, mm -hmm. someone who needs to look at all these little tiny gauges and these little bits here and that, which, which with a 30 series yeah, graphics board, card, you're not going to be able to run great. it on Ultra. I agree. Like, like, I agree. Like, this playboard is fantastic. That is really the good thing for the for the G2. Yeah, but you're getting so it's many... Hard. It's, it's a difficult if, one. Yeah, it's a difficult one. But you're getting so many other stuff on top of that. I know. Probably, probably, I know. You, don't, you, probably you don't only want to do... Um, sim rate, uh, sim flight simming. You can play Beat Saber in your cockpit, you know, when you're on a for example, flight. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then you you got those better controllers as well. You, you can do all the cool mixed reality stuff. You can go into your bed and have this huge um, screen, which I truly love. So, so in my opinion, it is a fantastic upgrade for your G2. The thing is, like, let's be honest, at face value, just looking at both these, like the Quest Three is a way better headset than the g2 that's the end of it it is yeah. but for my little niche group of flight simmers i do know that clarity in the cockpit but is the clarity so is, important. but you also have the clarity here you do with a 4090 but you don't okay. with a 30 series graphics card because you're not being able to run it on godlike mode you're gonna have to run it a lower resolution otherwise you're not gonna right, get right. those frames. i agree i agree i, I know what you get and into. It, it breaks my heart because I know that people will love these lenses. These lenses are amazing. And yeah. I, I guess it's all, all to do with the fact that, you know, this does not have a display port like we I'd never expected to have one, of course. And that's the problem here for this, for flight simming for me. 
Um, which is a shame. It is a great shame. And I, I do feel though like virtual desktop is the savior of this headset when it comes to using it and trying to get the very best image you possibly can. And you and there's so many settings in there that you can mess around with. And, and even actually on Link, to be fair, even the Oculus Link, it does look really good. I can read the gauges still, it's okay. But again, I am go I'm coming from this from a 4090. I, I really need to try this out with the 30 series GPU. Do you have one, Seb? Because I'll, I'll I do. Be I do have see. one. Yeah, I do have one. It might yeah. be a good test to see how it runs. Because in right. another way of looking at it is the chipset in this may offload some of that streaming capability, some of that encoding. Might be there might be more of it being uh, you know utilized on this chip since it's a Gen 2 uh, XR2 chipset. There may be a bit of a difference there as well. So. Yeah. A lot to think about, really. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I feel like everyone should buy it. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I honestly think everyone should buy it. It's crazy. It's really like the headset that is so hard not to recommend because it does so many things right. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to hear more, uh, more flight simmers um, weigh in after they have gotten it. You know, like after they've gotten it, after they upgraded from the G2. So uh, what are their feelings about it? Probably we do have some people here in the in the in the chat right now. Guys in the chat as well. Yeah. <laughs> your, check, you. your check will be in the mail. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, I also need to say <laughs> something. I also need to say something good now about uh, virtual desktop. <laughs> I, I said already something good. Like I'm always lying in bed and watching virtual desktop. <laughs> yeah. So be honest, send, send me that check as well, please. <laughs> virtual desktop, like is it's it, the best. It's the best. It's, <laughs> it it's is, just but, easy. But the, the easy funny thing is, good it, because it is good. It's, it really, it. it really is good. Yeah. So damn. Um, Steve, we're not being paid by Virtual Desktop and we're not being paid by Meta, but we're the best spokespeople. That, that sucks. <laughs> I just, I feel like we're more the voice of reason when it comes to the Quest 3 because I feel like some of these other, these these initial reviews of the headset was a little bit overhyped, um, um, especially for the PC VR side. I think there needs to be more thought gone into that because it's not going to be the headset for everybody. It all depends on your specifications. Right uh, of your of your computer and what you can handle, but it, it's very best and it's very best with the forty ninety. It's absolutely incredible. It really is. It's crazy no what you get. About it. It's it's just crazy what you're getting for the price. If you factor in the price of this, and if you think about okay, the the big screen beyond is probably um, yeah double as expensive, and so is the arrow, and uh, the crystal is even more expensive than this. If you factor this part in, then this is truly unbeatable. So I agree with you. Like, uh, or I would even like to say, obviously, like the colors are better in the big screen beyond, and also the resolution is better. The crystal looks better than this for sure in terms of colors and in terms of picture quality as well. But this is so close already. This is so close. Yeah, this is so close to these other super expensive headsets that I believe that the competition for the, for the crystals and the big screen beyonds and the arrows is getting so tough right now because uh, people who are thinking about, okay, should I invest like 1,500 euros in one of these high-end headsets or should I simply go for a 500 euro headset and get mixed reality on top and get a portable headset that I can use everywhere 
you know, like, okay, uh, probably it's going to be uh, that 500 euro headset. It is, it's hard not to argue that point, really, to be fair, because, yeah, it, it, it's unbelievable what, what, what it does. And it is the new, the new standard. This is going to be the headset to have for, well, maybe even many years. I don't know. I don't know what the... I mean, what was the life of the Quest 2? Was it three years, four years? Yeah, something like, no, not four years, I believe, but yeah, three, three years. years for sure. Yeah. So this, um, can do, this can do three years for sure. I think well, the tech in it at the moment, yeah, I, I do feel. Uh, and the whole mixed reality thing, I, I still don't feel, I still feel it's a bit of a gimmick at this point. And, I, and, and with the pass through the way it is, I, I can't see it being any more than just an add-on for other games, like a, like a separate mode or something, something fun you can use. Like Beat Saber would be perfect for that, um, but okay, I, I don't think it can be fully utilized. It's more of an introduction to MR. I think we'd need another generation to be able to use it for I think productivity we, and all that kind of thing. I, I honestly, I would disagree again here. I truly believe that even with this headset, I believe that this is really the first generation where we can truly, truly use mixed reality, like the mixed reality that I had hoped for for the Magic Leap. You know, for the Magic Leap, they have shown us all kind of crazy mixed reality demos, like for first-person shooters, which looked like crazy. And uh, yeah, for, for they, they showed us some cool demos, but they never really worked well on the Magic Leap. But for this, yes, I've seen it. I, 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 I was shooting at these little um, animals or whatever there was, alien thingies. <laughs> yeah. You know, and <laughs> it, it felt so real. It felt so good. And again, I was lying there on my bed, having this uh, pinned screen there over, over my bed. It's just like exactly what I think the future is going to be like. Obviously, we're not going to wear these um, huge um, glasses, but we're going to wear, I don't know, something like this or whatever. And we're going to have the same thing. But this is the first headset that will allow us to live that future that is upon us. And we're just going to get more and more games and apps that are using it, for sure. So I also think that this is a headset where you can really try to work with it, like with virtual desktop or with the immersed app, being in, in mixed reality, just having like virtual displays. So yeah, I don't think it's a gimmick. I think that really that mixed reality will have a place in this headset and like I am already using it with that virtual screen that is pinned over my bed and that doesn't move and it's freaking amazing. I do have a feeling that the pass through there's there's more to see in it. I mean, like it's going to be it's going to it's going to improve over time. Meta's going to make it better. I just they they are very sure. good at getting you know just be able to get the most out of the hardware. And I do feel it will improve even more. Agreed. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it is decent for a 500 pound headset. It's very good, but I do feel it's going to, only going to get better from this point onwards. Yeah, um, exactly. Just think about how good the 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 MetaQuest Two got. In the beginning, it was not so good, but then they had all kind of more functions, adding it like every week, nearly. So, so yes, I am a little frustrated though that there is not any. Even just one or two exclusive titles for the Quest Three to really utilize the power of this new chipset, Beans, right. you know, because it is—it's like it's more than twice the power uh, of the Quest Two. This is like two—I read somewhere like two point six, two point seven times more powerful. 
mm-hmm. than the Quest Two, and I, I, you know, I'm frustrated when I, I just feel like we really need to see what this headset can do on launch day. But of course, we're going to have to wait. And like Assassin's Creed, which I am really looking mm-hmm. forward to, I can't wait for that game to drop. But I know it's going to be for it's going to be cross platforms. It's going to be Quest Two and Quest Three, which means it's going to be downgraded essentially for the right. Quest Three in terms of. I just hope that we get an enhancement because I did, funny enough, I did look at uh, Walkabout Mini Golf. That has had a 30% increase in resolution with the Quest 3. So there's been an update. I'm sure okay, that has. Cool. And it looked so good, so good in the Quest 3. Uh, so, and that was Walkabout Mini Golf. So I really hope that they can really, like Saints and Sinners, they're going to be doing it as well. And have, I want to see these enhancements, these upgrades graphically. So that you can really enjoy the Quest Three, and, and otherwise, it, it's it's just going to be, you know, all that hardware in there going to waste. Just playing the usual Quest Two titles, which will run better. They may look a bit better, but I, mm-hmm. I want to see it pushed to the limit. And I, I just wish there was that exclusive game. I agree. We don't have you. for the moment. I agree with you, but there was also the case with the Quest Two when the Quest Two came. In the beginning, everything was just Quest 1 games. They had to be compatible, but even there was some rule that Meta gave them. But then later, later some exclusive games came when more people um, had the Quest 2. So this is going to be the same case here. So right now, the majority of um, Quest users still has Quest 2, so it makes sense to keep them compatible. But at one point, there's going to be so many Quest 3s that it's going to make sense for developers to uh, bring to to launch exclusive games that cannot be played anymore, and it will come automatically. Also, when uh, the textures get get bigger and the games get bigger, probably we will see a game that has more than sixty four gigabyte, and then you physically cannot put it anymore on a Quest Two with sixty four gigabytes. So it is just a matter of time until we see those exclusive games coming to the Quest Three. But I agree with you. Of course, it would be great if we had this one game that can only be played on the Quest 3, this uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas or whatever. And, <laughs> and I was thinking about that. I just don't want to mention it anymore. I feel depressed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it is. Meta, what have you done to us? You, you you give us that little teaser and then they just go silent. For That's two years, evil. yeah. That is, that is evil. That is evil. Even just to tell us, is it still being developed? That's all we want to know. Yeah. Is it still be? are we still going to see it at some point or has it been dropped? It would be nice to have some sort of announcement on that, really. Agreed. Uh, they should do it, really. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so what are your thoughts about the FOV? It is increased, right? Superb. Superb, agreed. Uh, really superb. Like I, I really like, although it's in a strange position, although I can't understand why it's there, uh, this little sort of measurements, uh, what do you call it, uh, eye relief slider, I think that's a very clever thing to put that in the facial interface. Great. And I have mine completely at the maximum. Same um, here. I, I must I must be getting 100, 105 degrees horizontal, I think. Yeah, yeah me too. You know, I, I haven't measured it or anything, but it just it feels bigger than the crystal, which is quite funny. Yeah. yeah. You think about how big the crystal exactly, is. That's exactly <laughs> what funny. I said in my in my initial impression video. Like the FOV is so good, it's better than crystal. Yeah. For a five hundred dollar device, yeah, 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 um, and that is again because the canted display. So you, that yeah, little right. bit of screen door effect, I, I'm quite happy to have that for that extra resolution because, as I say, it's not a big deal half the time anyway. 
Um, yeah, really excellent field of view. And I just, yeah, I feel like they've done the most they possibly can. I mean, Panka is quite hard to get a wide field of view with those lenses anyway. I don't know how they compare to the Quest Pro in terms of the field of view. Maybe it's very similar. It's, um, yeah, it's similar, but I would even say it's a bit better here. And also, I don't have the binocular overlap problems that I have with the Quest Pro. For the Quest Pro, I feel like the binocular overlap is not really good. And whenever I look to the, to the left or to the right, I always see some black parts because I look at my nose and there's some problems with binocular overlap. Here, the binocular overlap looks better than on the Quest Pro. So it's more easy on the eyes, I would say. So here, this, this is just easy on the eyes. I can be in this and I feel just comfortable to be in VR, right? And then the lenses and the nice displays, the high resolution. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in, I'm, I'm in love. I'm, I'm truly in love here. From a sort of more technical observation, um, the asynchronous time warp. You know, obviously the the motion projection. Yeah, I have forgotten how bloody brilliant that is. Yeah, right. Like, um, I've always said Vario uh, motion projection uh, prediction was really like the best I've seen. But I, I don't know. I think they've made this better. Um, I, I was messing around over london and uh new york in a little helicopter and it was 45 frames per second on the dot and it just felt the artifacts were very minimal mm -hmm. and it just felt really smooth and then sometimes it would transition from 45 to 60 frames per second and back again and it, it, again it very very good engineering very good software and oh god i just imagine if they had a display port on this i, I <laughs> it would completely be a hammer blow to the industry like at that point God, it would be probably the best headset period, really. Um, yeah, yeah, agreed. But... I don't know. I, but I just, yeah, obviously that would be probably stepping on their own tail for what they're trying to achieve. But yeah, yeah. because they they do want to sell more in their own shop. They don't want yes. to make this a uh, PC VR headset, right? But it it is still a great PC VR headset, right? Because you you can perfectly play your PC VR games wirelessly, and it works just great. So, so I truly think this is, this is just uh, amazing what you're getting here. I just hope that more people are going to pick this up. I mean, as many people as picked up the Quest 2. The, the Quest 2 was such a commercial success for a VR headset. And I truly hope that this can be achieved here as well, even though it is not impulsed by territory. Because 500 quid is not impulsed by territory at all, right? It's, it's really yeah. like you really have to think about it. Do I really want this kind of stuff so hopefully there's going to be more and more games that are just like you need them you need to play them like i don't know assassin's creed perhaps we we don't know yet how it's going to be but hopefully good oh it so is good. someone just said in the in the comments it is the best all-rounder and if you think about what it's doing if if it is you know if if you only want one headset to do everything then it is the quest 3 it really is um without a doubt um, what can i say you know, <laughs> this is going to be my daily driver. I know it. I I absolutely know it. I, I have it next to my bed now, so I can quickly jump in to to do these mixed reality things and to have virtual desktop for my for my real PC. So I can now use my actual computer in bed. <laughs> like I was I was lying there in bed before, and and my wife was like, okay. Oh, don't you need to edit your video? And I told her, 
I am editing my video. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, like, oh, okay, now you never have to leave your bed or what? It's like, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, it's like, I am editing my video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my wife, she has to go through a lot with me. It's, it's funny. I do think the hand tracking's a lot better, don't you? Um, I, I, I've, yeah. I've very quickly tried it's it. Good. It's and good. And it does feel a lot better as well. But actually, yeah, Ender's V Arcade has a very good point Hi, there. I do do feel that the Quest 2 is the perfect storm, wasn't it? You know, COVID was all locked down. We couldn't go anywhere. The VR headset was there to be right. you know, an impulse buy. It was cheap. Um, it's it, it was an explosion for for the Quest 2. It, it was a it was a perfect opportunity. Right, the great price sales. as well, of course. And yeah, I, if you if you think about inflation, and you know, obviously, everything's expensive now. Everything. <laughs> so I do feel like it's probably about where it should be in terms of price. If anything, I I, I expect to be a little bit more um, for the technology that's in that headset. So. The price is right, in my opinion. I do, yeah, I do. This is the perfect price right. yeah. for for what you're getting, and I also said this on Eric and Todd's show on the on the Q2C Gamer. We want Meta to be uh, to be sustainable. We want them to also earn something with their efforts, right? There's no way that this could be like three hundred dollars, and they're losing like hundred or two hundred dollars on every device. And then we don't get to see a Quest 4 because they're going out of business with VR. Yeah. So, so it's much healthier that this is uh, at a $500 price, which is way more realistic, right? So they can earn something from it. And there's still um, some room for the competition to come up with another headset, which also is like $500 or $600. So in my opinion, they found the exact right price point. And for people who want a bit more, who want a 512 gigabyte version, so yes. that's just where they make the money, right? That's where they earn the money, also with the accessories. So well done. In my opinion, Meta has done everything right. So they've played their cards very well. And in my opinion, they have positioned themselves truly as the market leader here. Yeah, wow, really well done. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for them. And I'm happy for us to have something like this. And I'm sure there's going to be so many exciting applications that we can't even yeah fathom right now. So I'm I'm like rediscovering stuff now. I'm rediscovering things that I didn't even check out before because they didn't interest me without pass through. So like this little game called Cubism, you know, it's like a little Tetris game where you have to uh, put the blocks into the right uh, position so that you fill in some kind of pattern and in mixed reality it, it is just like cute to play this game i i wouldn't play this game in vr but in mixed reality still being able to see your, your surrounding it is a cool game so i'm going to rediscover so many stuff out there and of course the new things that they will show us yeah i'm i'm, I'm so excited right now and i'm i'm way more excited Right now, after having tested this, then I was after I had checked out the PSVR 2. So I was also still excited about the PSVR 2. And I still like the headset. But if I compare now what kind of value Meta is giving us for $500 uh, as compared to the PSVR 2, 
then I must say like, okay, wow, this is more value. And it's, yeah. cr it's, it's crazy <clears throat> to see how, how Sony actually dropped the ball on the lenses because the lenses of the PSVR 2 are bad with its super small sweet spot, right? And also on the OLED panel with that crazy Mura, right? Isn't it like kind of uh, crazy? Yeah. If you, if you, I, see, if you compare that? I've never tried a PSVR 2, actually. And I keep <laughs> saying I was going to go really? to Paradise. Yeah, Paradise Decay has offered me to go to and check it out. And I, I need to go and do that, really. But but I have seen your videos, and I've seen some through the lens videos of the Mura, and it, it does look a bit nasty in places. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But I, it's just, it's it's yeah, it's more accessible technology. It's a damn sight cheaper. And there's a lot of exciting things coming. I think it's like 100 games are going to be enhanced for the Quest 3 this it's, year. Is that 50, right? 50 games will be enhanced, and we're going to get 50 new games. So 50 oh, wow. enhanced That's amazing, games isn't and 50 it? new games. That That's is, great. That well, is not a lot. Bloody rhythm games, then I don't mind. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> actually, I love rhythm games. This I is... hate rhythm games. Oh, really? The only reason why is I can't, I can't dance. <laughs> I, and I, even though I, I, I'm a musician by trade, that's what I do on my day job. I, I play guitar. I actually hate rhythm games because I can't wow. do it very well. I don't know. Okay. It's really strange, isn't it? I don't know why. But, yeah. uh... <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So I do believe that this is going to sell pretty well. Also, in the upcoming um, holiday um, times, th this could again be the perfect gift. Right, it's it's that device that the family gathers around uh, at the Christmas tree, and they play first encounters, and the whole family feels like, wow, this is magic. And even Grandpa gets this put on, and he thinks it's unbelievable what people can do now. So, right, do you think that this is going to sell like crazy over Christmas? Definitely. So I just want, uh, was it? Uh, yeah, Sprung Nickel. Have I tried the piano game? Uh, piano. Uh, well, I get a bit. Is it a game or sort of demonstration? Uh, mixed reality. Have you tried that? Uh, I haven't. Sebastian? I haven't tried it. I haven't the hand tried tracking. It. I want I, to. I, I will try it. I will try it very soon. Indeed. Yeah, that does look does look really cool. That actually, It'd be quite strange playing a piano in VR uh, or mixed reality. Very cool. Yeah. I will say though, I, you know, again, a bit of a little negative. Really, I do feel it's a, it's uncomfortable. Let's be honest. It needs accessories. Like I I find it quite uncomfortable especially the the facial interface I, I you know it's strange sometimes i'll use it well i haven't used it that much obviously i'm too busy trying to get a decent one but <laughs> when i have used it i've either felt a bit like oh it like starts to you know put pressure on my forehead or sometimes it's... i can get it quite right but overall i do feel yeah i can't wait for some accessories to come out and obviously the yeah. bobo head strap i'm thinking about buying that actually yeah uh, because was good. it just looks seems to be the, the one to get Although, again, it's, it's that's the trouble, isn't it? You know, by the time you've got perhaps a charging dock and a new head strap and, you know, the sort of knuckle-style straps on the controls, you, you, it, it's, it's getting expensive, isn't it? It's, it is getting expensive. It does, absolutely. It, it's, it's a shame that you can't just... I mean, I imagine a lot of people are going to use the headset and then I just wish they, they would have focused on the comfort aspect more because... The more comfortable you are in VR, the longer you're going to be in VR, and then the more likelihood you're going to pick it up and use it again and again and again. Yeah. I do feel Meta kind of dropped the ball on that one because if you want more people in VR, it's got to be comfortable, and this thing isn't. Not for me anyway. I, okay. 
I, it's better. It was. It was better than the Quest Two strap. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is more supportive, yeah. but I just feel like they could have. I don't know. I. I honestly really don't that. think it's it's as bad as you make it sound here, but obviously it's your own experience. So so if it's your experience, it's it's right, it's true for you. I can just say that in the limited time that I tried it now, first of all, it's, it's much better than the Quest Two because it's not so front front heavy, right? And what I really like about this strap, and let me tell you again. I'm using this in bed. <laughs> yes. Well, so, actually, yeah. But so, then so, so for that, bed, it's, for that, it's perfect. It's, this, yeah, the you're gonna be fine. The soft strap is perfect. Yeah, it makes. Sense. You know, I, I couldn't even use that with the elite uh, strap or with a bobo. So for this use case bed, which I can recommend to everyone, put virtual desktop on and uh, simply watch a movie or or play a game. It is so good. So I like the soft strap. And I agree. If I want to play uh, long, if I want to play games longer, like hours, then agreed. I will totally put this off, and I'm going to uh, use uh, a strap with a with a counterweight in the back, and probably with a battery. So yes, elite strap from from Meta or the um, the Bobo definitely. Yeah, but in general, I I think it's it's not so bad, and not many people really play like hours and hours. I believe. I don't know. If, who I knows. Do. You do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I get it. If you if you if you if you if you spend hours and hours in that, and if you're used to something like the G2, which still has like amazing comfort. It's really comfortable. It yeah. is superb. It's superb, right? I mean, look at so, it. That, that that head strap is just you know, I know some people weirdly it's broke. You know, this is so old, this G2 now. It's like the first one of the first ones I got you know when they sent them out because you had the first one i think i must have had like the second one right and it, yeah it's still going strong this you know and it, it is it, crazy. incredibly comfortable yeah the g2 well is balanced. the g2 is so so well built it's one of <laughs> i am saying it's comfortable but look i've got a mod on it i've got the uh, studio form balancer kit on ah, it. So yeah. admittedly i have got mods on that as well but wow you know. <laughs> yeah right right so so these headsets these balanced headsets are definitely more comfortable than than this with the soft strap but again the bad use case, bad, as in B E D, not B A D, B E D, in bad. Bad, bad use sleep. case, so bad <laughs> use case. <laughs> yeah. So I will keep the soft strap for these kind of scenarios handy. So what, what so, do you think about the battery life, Seb? Because I haven't had it. Hadn't had it, I haven't. Mm. Well, I, I haven't used it from completely full to empty yet. Yeah, I did. But, uh, not so good. <laughs> not yeah, so I, good. I, I, I'm gonna say I, yeah, I had no. one for. I think I used it from fifty percent, and it went really fast. Yeah. Um, so not so good. So so really not so good. So for the use case in bed, I have a long USB cable, so it's always plugged in. Since I'm not moving so so much, right? I just need to watch that big screen, so that's fine. But you do need some kind of extra battery. So Bobo or Elite Strap for the rescue. So that's that's something that's important. And especially if you use mixed reality, it seems to um, even need more energy. So therefore, you do need more. Yeah. But it's, you know, I really like it actually that they made it like this with a battery in the front because that gives us the opportunity to exchange the, the head straps. Yeah. So everyone will have their head strap, right? The Bobos, the Kiwis the metas so yeah everyone will have their favorite head strap and i love that modularity 
And uh, people are already like um, printing those adapters so that they can use their Quest 2 accessories. And I love that. I really, really want to get into that 3D printing um, scenarios. Do you yeah, do, great, you do that it? yourself? No, I, no, I haven't got a 3D printer. I've, I've thought about getting one recently, but I'm not really much, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, like making things, I'm not really that kind of person, really. I, I'm not really much of a DIY type person. You've got to have that in you. I think that kind of right. engineering interest. Um, but I do appreciate it is, I mean, so amazing cool. what you can do with it's, a 3D it's printer. So it's cool. crazy. Really, I, I want one just to make myself accessories for this year. I think I think Gary, Immersed Robot. Hi, Gary, if you're listening to this. Oh, I he think, did something, I, didn't he? I think he's he's into that. I think he, no, I, I think I he once. can do it. On one of our podcasts a, a while ago, didn't he make some sort of stand? He made, he made some sort of stand. And it looked really cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Please, Gary, make something like that for us again. Please. That would be amazing. Promote on our channels. <laughs> exactly. If he could print me this kind of adapter so I can use all my Quest 2 accessories. Yes. That thing, I would need it. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So lots of accessories coming. Yeah, what kind of accessory are you going to go for? Are you going to go for for the um, charger? I think the first thing I desperately want. I mean, it's 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 hard actually because it's almost fifty fifty really. I really want the head strap, a battery head strap. Right. Uh, obviously, Bob. I am probably going to buy one actually this weekend now that I've actually got a Quest that works. Uh, but then the, the facial interface is a big deal for me as well. And as, as Guy pointed out in the comments, I really am looking forward to VR covers solution. I do have, I don't know if you, they sent you it, Seb. I don't think I've got them here. But I do have some cloth covers from VR cover. Yeah. Uh, and this yeah. year? Wow, look at that. <laughs> I have everything under my table, you know? Everything like, like headsets, um, oh, accessories, everything's under my table here. It's, it's incredible. I just need to point it out. <laughs> <laughs> you've got everything everything <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah that that's a sort of decent interim thing and uh it does make it a bit more bearable but no we need a proper full uh facial interface from them you know and it made me realize actually because i've just given i've given my friend my quest too now it's gone i feel like quite sad about that really because i've had such a great time in that headset but i thought you know what it's time to now give it to a friend and I, I I put it on for the first time in ages, and I, I realized how all those accessories make such a difference. It felt so comfortable. And right. I really can't wait for the Quest 3 to get to that point. And then with those lenses and everything and everything else, the upgrades, it's going to be one hell of a headset then. At the moment, I feel like I'm just frustrated because it it's not comfortable enough for me. But okay. you know, for, for messing around in for now, it'll have to do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so... That makes sense that you want to have that better head strap and the facial interface. But I must say the facial interface, I I think it's not bad. It's better than the foam one from the Quest 2. So it's it, it's just like cloth. It is, yeah. It's much not, better than that. Much yeah. Than that. So I just feel it's a bit hard. hard. It is, Maybe it'll just um, soften up over time. But I don't know. I just feel like I really get quite a bit of... Uh, you can just feel like the pressure on your face. I think it's a lot of it's because it doesn't support me like it should really um maybe even that facial interface with a new head strap will be enough and then i'll feel fine i don't put you know i don't really like to have headsets on my face really tight i think mm. that's probably what it is actually with this i have to yeah. have it on fairly tight for it to You're stay right. where it is 
like right. with other headsets, I have them fairly loose. Um, not really loose, but just just so there's a little bit of air, or just so it's just touching my face rather than being like Agreed. welded to it. Agreed. Maybe that's why the facial interface feels the way it does. I think with a different head strap, that will improve. Right. Possibly. <laughs> right, right. So we haven't talked about the sound yet. Uh, what are your thoughts about the ah, audio? The audio of this, shockingly good. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah, shockingly good. Shockingly good. Like, how? Where, where is it even coming from? Like, it's just coming from this little, like, thing here. Like, it, same design as the Quest Two, but they really have uh, the accuracy of the frequencies. The the difference between the mid range. And obviously, you're not going to get loads of bass, but the bass that is but, there, but the is, bass is, is better. The bass is, is yeah. way better than on, on Quest and it's 2. louder. It's yeah. way louder than the Quest Two. Um, I was shocked, honestly speaking, like how good the sound is. Yeah, it's, it's really felt good. really like like okay, or I can I I don't even need something else. I don't even need yeah. like over ear yeah. speakers or something. That I, I don't think I will use headphones with that. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's enough i think they're good enough now to be fair yeah. i mean admittedly i mean i do feel perhaps the g2 speaker obviously you know with the with the off-ear audio is, is is still incredible the index audio and the dmas got to mention pimax dmas which is right up there now it is great it is great as well very very good absolutely yeah but for what it's trying to achieve here i think it's more than good enough to be fair so yeah well we have amazing audio we have amazing yeah. lenses we have an amazing display. We have amazing mixed reality. We have good pass-through. We have great PCVR capabilities wirelessly. We have great standalone capabilities. We have a great price. Are you freaking kidding me? This is the best headset I have ever tried, I would say. The best over the best all-round headset. It's they have nailed it. Meta has completely nailed it here. You have to give them credit where credit is due. That's a good point, actually, Sven. Have you tried the microphone on it yet? I have not. Because I, I have, I've, I've I have heard not conflicting tried opinions on it. So okay. I've, I've, I've seen right. some reviewers and it does sound amazing. I haven't tried the mic yet because it doesn't seem to work in Airlink. I don't know why that. I think that's a bug with the software at the moment. But uh, I've, I've seen at least one or two reviews of saying it's a bit bad. I haven't so tried I, it. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I have to try it. Yeah. True. But no, you're right. You're totally right. Like, I am being very nitpicky about this device and especially. <laughs> I'm coming from a, a very niche <laughs> point of view in VR, but yeah. um, overall, it's, I mean, the, the fact that I've tried so hard to get a quest that I'm happy with, with the image quality, says it all. I want one. I want to own one. I couldn't not have this headset in my life. Like, I absolutely, I'm absolutely blown away with it. And I, it won't be my daily driver only because of my flight simming. I prob my daily driver at the moment is the Beyond, actually, but that's only because of flight simming. But if I was an all-round sort of like more of a gaming-focused VR person, then without question, it would be the Quest 3. It really, absolutely. And we haven't even talked about the controllers much, to be fair, have we? And, and the tracking is... The tracking great. is great. In fact, you'd know more about that than me, but from what I've tried, it I, seems fantastic. I didn't, I didn't have any glitch. Everything was just working as expected. You know, everything is, is just working as expected. It's so well built. Wow, it's like one of my best purchases ever. <laughs> oh, God. Just, it's just a, make it's sure ridiculous. You get a good one with a good display, yeah, and you're yeah. good to go. But I, I don't have any problems with it. I have no, I don't have um, dead pixels. I don't have Mura. I just, I'm just a super happy camper. 
Yes, I'm in love. Uh, I love that. Sprung <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm truly in love. It's Happy crazy. Camp. I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, and I'm, I'm now, now it's going to be interesting. What's going to happen next in terms of how they're going to continue to improve it in software, and they will do, and it will be amazing. And the, you know, the new Quest Three version 1.5 update—it <laughs> shocked face. You know, all those videos <laughs> yeah, coming out. I, I'm going to make those videos now. <laughs> Ah, uh, you've got to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you could do the shock face better than anybody. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wait for those. They're going to be everywhere. You know. Oh, it's so funny. But it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the software is going to improve. Like I say, absolutely will. The kind of accesses we're going to get for it and the games. Content is king. We all know yeah. that. Let's see where things go in the future. But, uh, yeah, it's a good start, a strong start. This is a a worthy successor, not just the Quest Two, but for many other headsets as well, depending on your use case. But uh, if you just compare it to the Quest Two, it's a mind blowing, like generational leap of an update. Absolutely, you know? they absolutely hit it out of the ballpark with that. So yeah, I, I can't wait to to get my strap to get this the next strap right. It's just yes. just like you said Definitely. to make it more comfortable, to make it um, more balanced, and then I, I I want to spend hours and hours in it. Crazy! I didn't have that feeling for a long time that I really want to be in a headset so long because I want to play VR games or so. Honestly speaking, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy that I have this feeling back, and that this is so exciting. And also, what I'm happy about is that we kind of like get a very good glimpse at this mixed reality stuff that Apple wants to do with the Apple Vision Pro, right? They want to do exactly these things, like the virtual monitors that I have floating now already over over my bed for five hundred dollars. <laughs> they want to give us that for <laughs> for for three thousand five hundred dollars, and it will be amazing. It will be great. But for people who will then see that amazing things from Apple, they will then ask probably around where can i get this for cheaper and okay the quest That's 3 is there point. you know so <clears throat> so yeah this whole industry is going up <laughs> absolutely it really yeah. is it's like i'm excited to be in if this industry think, think about this year uh it's been insane like just the amount of hardware we've had in fact it's quite true we've had so much hardware not many exciting games but but like we've had three you know three high-end headsets or has it been two i've lost count now i don't know actually but yeah the crystal and the beyond obviously we've got the vr one around the corner the quest 3 just unbelievable like it's been an amazing time this year and i do feel like you know with i want you know we've got samsung possibly on the scene as well a few other companies right. that are dipping into it they're watching closely um yeah it's it's, it's a Really interesting time right now. Super, super exciting. Wow. I can't wait uh, to try more things. I, I simply want to try as many things as possible. I'm actually really like, now that I've got a good headset, I'm itching to play this now. I, I need to get on charge and just yeah. spend a full battery in this messing around with it because i'm really excited to properly use it now as a standalone Same. headset because really i've bought this mainly as a standalone and pc vr gaming headset right primarily and so for that as i say yeah i can't wait to so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering i've recently seen some videos uh, that showed that you can now see the youtube chat 
in the quest, some update. Uh, but I'm not sure if it was only in, in some kind of beta version for some YouTubers or if this if this is already pub public. So if somebody knows about this in the chat, could you let me know? Is that already like a function that I can see the YouTube chat in the Quest 3 now? Because then I would love to stream some stuff and um, read the chat while doing so. You know, this is like really a function that I love to have. So if somebody knows if this is already a function that is available right now, do let me know in the chat. So that would be good Yeah, you need, <laughs> Seb, I'd love to see you going back and just streaming gaming again. Yeah, as well. I will do it. I will do you, it. You know, enjoying VR just for gaming because yeah, uh, exactly. I'm, I'm telling myself to do that. It's been a massive hardware year this year and I'm very aware that a lot of my videos are about new things like new hardware but i want to get back to just showing flying videos and that kind of thing because that's what it's all yeah. about it, what, what excites me in vr and stuff and it would be great I, to see i will some try more i will i will try all these games now i'm I'm excited now i want to see what this can do so i will try all the games make lots of videos about that as well and um yeah bring off the channel a bit more into into gaming as well not only hardware no i love hardware obviously but i also want to use that hardware so i will do that yeah Awesome. So yeah, I think overall, Quest 3 is a winner, isn't it? Let's be honest. Exactly. It's exactly. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> and you know, it's it's early days as well. Early days. It's oh, I'm so excited to see, you know, the future of where what the Quest 3 is going. You know, what it's going to be like, and even six months time. <clears throat> you know, with the software, the games coming out. Yeah. Um, I think I'm that's our conclusion. Closely. Yeah. Me yeah. Too, <laughs> I think this is our conclusion. The Quest 3 is the real deal. The hype is real. Yeah. It's mostly anyway. <laughs> it's mo mostly not everything is perfect, but for <clears throat> 500 bucks, you're getting an amazing VR headset, one of the best headsets out there for sure. And you will love it. So it's a big Next Dimension podcast thumbs up from us. Go, yeah, absolutely. Go get this device now. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Buy it. Now, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is crazy. Yeah, I've seldomly, I've seldom had this strong urge to make people buy a headset. Yeah, but I do have I just, this yeah, urge quite a lot. I just, I really hope it's successful. You know, do, in the I long term so. for Meta, because I, I, I don't want this to be their swan song. I want, I want it to be, you know, um, just another iteration, another exciting investment for Meta that they can continue producing these amazing headsets. And it's, right. it's funny, you know, because. Even like obviously I'm used to high end VR like you are, but there's something quite magical about how Meta um, sort of make you feel in VR with with the way the UI works and when it welcomes you and you've now with the mixed reality pass through and how seamless it all is. It feels quite magical and quite exciting, and I, I don't quite get that feeling with other headsets like I do with Meta. You know, I yeah. just, I, they do a great job of of making you feel excited for the technology. Absolutely. Everything comes together very well. So I honestly ho also hope that next year that the Pico is going to um, give us another headset to rave about, the Pico 5. Hopefully, this is going to be a headset that is hopefully also available not only in Europe, right? right? We got the Pico 4 and I really love, loved and still love the Pico 4. But... With the Pico 5, I truly hope that they could also go to North America and other places so that there's real competition. What are your thoughts about this? Do you think um, it's going to yeah, happen? Well, 
there is rumors of a line of pico products so right. it's going to be sort of like a standalone and maybe even like a quest quest <laughs> a quest pico quest no, pico a, yeah a, a pico 5 pro or something right which will have uh, my beloved display port connection that i moan about all the time and i think pico has got the best chance right now of they could do it an affordable mid-range agreed pc vr headset that can rival the finally the g2 because that we need that and i think pico i'm hoping they're aware of this and they can have both sectors of the market or at least you know because it's a huge huge sector of vr we, we need a mid-range pc vr headset we don't have that still and we, yeah we have it with a quest admittedly but oh man if pico could just knock it out of the park and give us that display port connection version uh you know they want to at a relatively decent price point um with this sort of form factor as well, oh, that would be great. That should happen. That should happen next year. The Pico 5 Pro Max. It should have like... Ah, that's a... what it's called. Exactly. It's not the Pico Quest Pro Max. Then. No, not, not the Pico <laughs> Quest Pro Max crystal clear. <laughs> so, so, so that is supposed to have this uh, super high resolution, like uh, 4K per eye. It's uh, display ports, uh, the same nice. chipset like the Quest 3. So yeah, that could be a very nice headset. Yeah, this is not... Apparently, this is not the first headset. Sorry, this is not the only headset, rather, to have the XR2 Gen 2. No, so, no, the Pico 5 is going to have it. The Pico 5 yeah, is going to have it, the Pico 5 Pro and the Pico 5 Pro Max, if that leaked document is is real. But why not? I mean, it sounds very plausible. It, it sh could be. So, so That's exciting. That, that it excites is. me greatly for me next too, year. Me too. So next year is going to be a crazy year for VR, right? The Apple Vision Pro. And it need to quit my job it's, it's so, so much going on yeah. i can't keep up with it oh it's crazy exactly right <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable yeah anyways so that's that and we have reached the two hours mark talking about the big screen beyond talking about the quest 3 and we hope that you had a great time listening to this podcast or watching it if you did we would be very grateful about the thumbs up and about a review on iTunes or Spotify, everywhere, anywhere where you could uh, review us, that would be really, really good so that more people can find this very, very good podcast. <laughs> yes. Any last words, uh, Steve, for today? Uh, no, I don't want to. I want to keep it quite brief because I'm so excited by the Quest 3 that I'm desperate to try myself. I want to get back in it now, to be honest. But uh, yeah, no, it's been great chatting about it. And it's, it's been a good show, actually, because we've spoken about the real super high-end future of PC VR, you know, with the Beyond. And then we're looking now at the Quest 3 and what that means and, and how they both entwine with each other. I think it's, it's been a good sort of balance with the show today. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And we even um, yeah named the competitor as well, right? It was not just a meta show. Pico, Pico, Pico also had some... <laughs> Pico, yeah. We, we're, we're watching and we're very excited about what they're going to be doing soon as well. So. Right, right. So we hope that you enjoyed the show and we're looking forward to see and hear you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Cheerio.